Hi, I'm Trent Maxwell. And I'm Lee Mason. And we want to welcome you to our Live, Learn, Survive podcast. Since 2018, Lee and I have travelled the globe and met face-to-face with over 17,000 children. We've created a series of children's books and Maxi's Rescue Squad where teens and young adults can learn life skills online. They'll not only help themselves, but help others too. We take what we do very seriously ourselves, not so much as you soon will hear. So let's spend the next half an hour together with some fun, inspiration and kindness and we'll try and learn something too. It is currently episode 57. How are you this week, Lee? I am great, Maximus. How are you? I am good. Thursday morning. Coming to you live on a fine Thursday morning on the 15th of the 9th, 2022. What a week it's been. I know. What a week. What a week. There's so so much um, to deconstruct in this podcast today. Yeah, or as the professionals say, not that I'm ever going to say it, but they say it. Got a lot to unpack on this episode. We've got a lot to unpack. Yeah, exactly right. And then, um, you know, unless you've been living under a rock the last week, there's been a few things happening with, um, you know, with the Queen passing away, unfortunately, and then us becoming a charity officially. Exactly. You know, like you've been living under a rock. You need to, stay, you, need, you need to, yeah, you need to uh, get out there and uh, and uh, check out uh, some of the cool things that have happened this week uh, with the charity. And we're going to talk about that today. Yes, uh, we um, are. But before we dive into that, we'll do the quote to start things off. Go with the quote, Maxie. Little did we know what was coming when we decided this on Monday. Yeah, so on Monday, um, I sent Lee this quote. And then as I sent her the quote, I was thinking about all the things in the future that we're, you know, we're waiting on people to get back to us. We're waiting on things in the future. And um, yeah, as I send it, and it's be patient, good things will come. Yeah. And literally as soon as you... Being patient for weeks, months. We have, we have, and and it's you know it's a good lesson for us because we're not patient people. We're not patient. I'm definitely not patient. It's well, uh, you're not. You arrive everywhere with yeah sirens and bells going. Yeah, like, that's just you know, um, we're we're just not patient people. We we like things to happen fast. It, we so- we do, and I, I think um. You know, I, I always reflect back on the book, The Alchemist. You know, it's it's the journey. It's it's you know, things don't happen um, straight away. You know, the highs and lows, the goods or the bad. But if you look back on the journey of Live, Land, Survive, and work with you, you know, in the last well, Live, Land, Survive since 2018, but I've been knowing you since 2014. How far we've come, and the fact that we that afternoon when we posted that up on socials about be patient, good things will come. We got the a tick of approval from the Australian government that we are a registered charity. We are. So now we are listed on the Australian Charities and Not-for-Profits um, Commission. And, yeah, wow. That, that, I, you know, the, the email just popped up and I was like, oh, my goodness. Here we go. But like I said, we, we always uh, thank the, the people around like Lee, the, the work you do behind the scenes, uh, TIFF, uh, McCulloch's. All yep. people, you know who you are. Uh, thank you for making, um, you know, these things happen because without you guys, it wouldn't. So there's a lot of exciting things now that we are a registered charity or a, a, a branch off Live, Learn, Survive. So it's very exciting. And then over time through these podcasts and, and you know, things that we do and talk about through the squad and, and so on, you'll be able to follow the journey because there's a yep. lot of cool things that we're going to be doing and working on in the future. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so yes, and we did post the news, and um, <laughs> <laughs> we did we did oh, post the news. 
Barbara made us laugh. And Barbara, Barbara from, uh, I don't know where Barbara's from. We don't know where you are, Barbara, but you made but us she, laugh. Uh, you know, we, we put the post up, be patient, good things will come. And then old Barb's uh, got on there and said, just in capital letters, I've been waiting 45 years, full stop or exclamation mark. So, you know, <laughs> can, 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 be patient, Barb's. Be it's patient, coming. Barbara. We, yeah. Whatever you're waiting for, Barb, we hope it's on its way well, soon. You know, look at King Charles. Very patient lady. King Charles, seventy-five years, and now he's now he's now he's you know he's ripping Hello. in full time. So seventy-three, and he's got his first job. First job, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I had to feel sorry for him. I'm like, oh, yeah. wouldn't you, we want to be just like you know staring out to the horizon and watching the ships go by and. Well, King like, Charles is seventy-three. Oh, Charles, he's just like step up, mate. Now, well, Barb's. Right? Barb's been waiting another 30, 40 years, so <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Barb's. <laughs> anyway. Laugh, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, yeah, oh, what a week. Can you we'll remember when? Yeah, exactly. Can you remember when this week? And probably the only thing, uh, well, we do a lot of, charity things over time we've lived and survived we're traveling and, and and speaking to people and doing some really cool things that you could put under the umbrella of charity but something that i did a bit uh, you know not so crazy because now in hindsight it's not that far but that time when i ran around the city and delivered yep. 21 books yep uh, in random spots around sydney and um you know that that, that was a real fun thing that was before the charity even come about uh live yep. and survive so you know, the fact that uh, giving back and paying it forward, um, we come up with the idea, 21 books, and then we, yeah, every kilometre I place yeah. the book somewhere near a school or somewhere where kids might come across. In the park, at the playground, park. And, outside the childcare centre. And um, to much of my knowledge, no, no one ever got in contact. No one we, ever got in touch. <laughs> but, but I know we that... We uh, that. We did yeah. it that... Um, you know, how nice is it? We put a lovely little letter in there that said, you know, please take me home and find a nice bookshelf and hope this brings someone, you know, makes them smile today. And, and you, know, you know, unfortunately, because of the way of the world sometimes these days, you look at things like that and you think, oh, that's sus. It's a bit too good to be true. Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. When I was placing them on benches and stuff like that, looking a bit sus, nah. <laughs> <laughs> The well, white envelope. Because we like to do things like that. And yeah. it's like, you know, um, so, you know, we'll do it again sometime. And um, the rescue squad, the people in the rescue squad knew we were doing it and they were all, um, you know, behind us. And now we've got the charity. One of the uh, visions, as you know, for us is that we get these books far and wide so every child gets access to them. So, um, you know, next time, Maxie, we might have to get you a bigger pack. Well, I think a really cool one would be um, if we can do a fundraising event where we can raise up enough funds to be able to distribute the books to certain places around the world where their squad members are, and yeah. then we can do a bit of a fun run. Yeah. Uh, and the fun run is every kilometre or every 500 metres, however far you can run or walk, uh, you drop off a book randomly and it's a random act of kindness, and maybe we can do it all at the one time. Hey. And uh, we could have a hashtag kind of... Thing where people can follow and you know hopefully uh that's something uh, that we can do in the future i just had a crazy idea 
we should we should take a few and go for a nice little walk around Washington and LA and leave. Yeah, there. that'd be cool yeah. for sure. Hey, hey, we do that. We'll take a hundred percent because obviously go watch baggage allowance. But I do. Yeah. We'll do it. That was that was a half a marathon though when I did that charity run. I do I still haven't done a marathon, even though I've done the adventure racing with peers and I've done bits and pieces here and there. I've you know I've done the four hundred and four ride, the the four hundred k's, and but okay. I've never actually done a, a, a marathon. So maybe I can run with forty two books. <laughs> well, you be a lot. marathon, Maxi, and guess what? I can sponsor you now. Yeah, well, everyone can sponsor. Yay. Yeah, it's so it's cool. And it's official. Yay. It's official. Anyway. Right, so you do the marathon. I'll be at the drink stops with the water drinks for you. That'll be fine. Beautiful. <laughs> That'll be my All right. part. Perfect. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Can you remember when? More of that to come. So um, good news. Ooh, what have we been talking about, Maxie? Good news and random act of kindness this week. Lee, do you want to kick us off? Yes. So as we have already talked about, we are now Live, Learn, Survive Limited. We are now a um, registered charity. We're registered on the Australian Charities website. People can go and find us. Um, This just opens up so many more opportunities for us, things that we can get access to, um, help we can get on board, to basically help more kids, teach more kids, um, give them skills, make them resilient and um, survive for a bright future, which has always been the goal. Yeah. I think, um, you know, sometimes people don't understand uh, the accomplishment of, of, of getting that charity. Um, you know, it's not something that get hand out, gets handed out each each day to, to, to people. There's a lot of hard work and behind the scenes work that goes on and, Yes. Um, you know, and even I'm still trying to get my head around um, some of the the things that now it opens doors for us well, because well, we have a um, a constitution that's about you know 25 pages long. Mm. You know, you have to put all of these documents together. We have um, risk um, documents. We have um, a whole book manual of um, of procedures and documents. It's not just a case of Putting in for it and wait for it. Handing in your one-page form. Um, And the actual application has been in for, what, six weeks just to get on the register. And the wheels started turning, I would probably say, even even as much as nine nine months ago. Yeah. So um, it's just been one of those things that, you know, when we've been saying, we're going to have some news soon, we hope. Well, we've got the news and... um, yeah, so, so just the scale and the opportunity, as you just said, we are still getting our head around it. Um, we're on a learning curve that is as steep as any learning curve. Um, and we know what we know and we know what we don't know, but we're equally not. Basically, basically, we've got to this level now. We're starting again in hindsight of, okay, well, you know, over the next couple of years of building the charity and, and um, you know, doing doing all amazing things, and I, I know we'll get there because we're, we're very uh, strong-minded people, and we're very persistent. And yeah, we are patient when we need to be, but we, you know, we're always trying to be go-getters and, and chase goals and dreams. And there's a lot of stuff that I want to tick off my list, and there's a lot of things that you want to tick off your list, Lee. And as together, and together we can um, 
you yeah, can do so that. So. Patience, we lack we lack a little bit. Determination, oh, we got yeah. buckets of it. <laughs> yeah. But so, uh, um, so yeah, so what else? Some um, good news. You were busy yesterday for the yeah. Walk. So it's been a bit hard, and people following at home. Um, you know, I was over in Italy, you know, six weeks ago for a month before that. Um, last time I saw Lee was just before I went to Italy. So it's been, what, two months now, Lee? Yes. Um, you know, it, 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 it's probably the f- longest we've been, or through, co- you know, COVID was yeah. probably the longest. But, um, I mean, I mean, just um, actually, you know, get, get together and doing some footage for the squad with the videos and, and just doing some planning. It's always hard doing it over zoom and and over phone calls and texts but you know you've got some exciting things with your house uh over the next couple yeah, of so weeks i've been a bit um grounded because of um like, like renovations. renovations and and you know we are like literally minus 24 hours maxi we're on 6 30 tomorrow the plumbing and the electricity starts. Gets switched yeah. off. we're, we're so, in the thick of it now so but once it starts it does move yeah. pretty quick so so yeah, so yeah, that's met me. That's met me. Made me grounded a little bit, and you've been catching up on work and shit. So yeah, I've been. Yeah, Europe wasn't. Europe wasn't cheap, but it, you know, I, I do enjoy what I do for work, so I'm very lucky in that sense. And um, but the whole point of what we're talking about here, I kind of went off track a little bit. But uh, yesterday, I filmed four new episodes for the Rescue Squad. Um, the last couple of weeks, I've been doing them you know, a couple of days before they're meant to go out. So it's kind of not so much rushed, but it's been a bit like spur of the moment kind of stuff. So yesterday I had the opportunity, had the day off. I got uh, three or four episodes uh, done down at beautiful Rose Bay, which is just down there where I live. And it's a new place that no one would have seen before. So uh, the episodes that I did yesterday was Pets in Fires. I had a fire, well, you know, I was a motor driver, but uh, we had a fire the other day where there was uh, some pets caught in a granny flat. So I'll talk a little bit about that. I also did a video about the lifeguard fitness test and the M shapes and and you know what it consists yeah, of, so tips and tricks. Yep. as well, absolutely. Yep. So I'll talk about that, which is any aspiring lifeguards out there. Um, you know, that's a good episode for you. And uh, I did a push up video. I love doing push ups. And as I get older, um, once upon a time I could only do twenty in, in a row. You know, mm-hmm. it's very very weak. Um, for, 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 you know, the, the fitness and strength that I've tried to achieve over the years. But yeah, I did a, a nice, easy push up video for people at home, uh, to watch and try and, uh, not so much copy, but, you know, start off with your knees. If you're not the strongest, you know, do a couple on your knees, yeah, then try and get up I and then do a couple and then do a couple on your toes and, you know, just how I do it and what I do for, for training. Uh, and then there's other videos that we're working on too. So we're going to be going over the quotes that we've talked about in the, the podcast over the last uh, couple of months. Yep. It's always a good uh, video. And um, yeah, it's uh, well, this week. Well, you were week, busy. That was very good. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, I got it done, knocked over. And it's, I, I really do, the, making the videos is the easy part. It is. Like, because I could just talk underwater for days. And it's, you know, I'm a bit quirky and a bit, you know, a bit out there. And the way that I explain things, hopefully I not so much dumb it down, but I make it how I um, understand it. You know, I don't use too many technical words, or I don't try and make, make it, it simple. For make it simple, yeah. Normal everyday person. And, I, I, That's and it blows me. It blows me away that there's 77 episodes. Like I, I just like when we get to 100, that's going to be a crazy, um, crazy thing. But yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, a couple yeah. of videos done. 
Um, and then just, I've got another thing here before you speak, Lee. Uh, squad members sent videos. So I haven't forgot about everyone that sent the videos of them, why they're in the squad and why they uh, enjoy it. I'm yes. going to put a, something together over the next couple of weeks. So I haven't forgotten about yours. It's just there's a bit going on. Um, yep. You know, we've got to put them together as a bit of a collage and just drip feed them out onto Look, the social. So thank you, everyone that Bonnie, sent. Bonnie and complaints hasn't been too busy lately. We maybe need to put Bonnie on social media. Yeah. Yeah, we'll move him. We'll move him across. Barney, um, you know, he's he's just sitting there twiddling his thumbs in complaints. We've not had any, so um, you know, we might have to have a reach. Wait, wait, I'll, I'll just get him. Hey, Bar, hey, Barney, <laughs> come so he's through. Asleep. He's not even there. He's, he's not even there. He's nothing happening in complaints. He's just gathering dust. Anyway, so um, random act of kindness, then, Maxie. Do we have music for this, or does it just follow on? I just follows on. Well, I'll just follow on then. Yeah, so um, random act of kindness. So a couple of things that I've found this week. As we were just talking about London, oh, I've, I've been a bit homesick this week, Maxie. I'd have been down there. I've, I've had, it's been memories of Diana. The London just looks magnificent. Um, and I wanted to mention um, Penny Lancaster. I don't know. Do you know who Penny Lancaster is? Unfortunately, I don't. So Penny Lancaster um, was a model who is now a special constable. So basically, if you're in the police, special constables are like the volunteer support police. Um, if you're in the police in London, there is no leave. Yes. Every copper is on the streets and every special constable is on the street as well. And there's a great photo in the paper of Penny Lancaster, who is a special constable. And you know I'm really passionate about volunteering and I think it's such a cool, good thing to do. So Penny Lancaster is a special constable. There she was, a photo of her with the Queen go drive the carol, um, the procession with the Queen went past her. And then the next thing there's a photograph of helping a, a old gentleman in a wheelchair up on the um, thing. But people wouldn't know. Penny Lancaster, or some people will know, is actually Rod Stewart's wife. Mm. And she volunteers as a special cop. And this week, she's been working all hours on the streets of London. And you think she wouldn't have to do that if she didn't want to. But that's yeah. the importance of volunteering. So, 100%. That's, 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 that's awesome. Lancaster, she looks glamorous as Mrs. Rod Stewart when it's um, when she was actually standing the stand supporting her husband for the Queen's, was it the Golden or the Platinum that Rod sang at? I can't remember. And then the next thing, she's in the crowd helping the you know the people and yeah. pay respects to the Queen. No, that's so, cool. That's, that's good. Cool. Random act of kindness. Nice. Yeah. And then um, we have had a lovely, lovely message um, from this lady this week. And I'm, she's in the United States, and I'm just going to call her Tiffany. And she was very, very honest in some of the, um, in the message of the things she said to us. So all I'm going to say is, um, Tiff, I said that we would give you a shout out. So this is for you, um, an extremely busy mum who has gone back and listened to most of our podcasts and playing them on the repeat because she's found them really, really helpful. Mm. So um, so this is for you, Tiff. And what we're going to do towards the quick five at the end is especially for you. So stay listening because, um, yeah, that's just for you. So nice. there we go, Maxie. Random act of kindness for the week. Okay, we're moving right along. Jobs of the week. 
Uh, it was a big one. Yeah, so we had a re- we had a really busy shift uh, the other day. Uh, we had two major fires. Um, I was driving for both of the jobs. Um, so you know, the motor driver has an important job. By you need to get to the incident safely, quickly. You need to make sure that you know you got water out for the guys, or hose out for the guys. You need to get water in uh, to the truck. You need to actually you need to make sure that the the pressures are all right. Um, you need to make sure you have a BA tally board. You need to make sure that there's cones on the road to for firefighter safety. You know, you get the tools out for for whatever tools that firefighters need. Um, so yeah, for both both of those jobs, I was quite run around like headless truck. But um, you know, the 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 team on the back, Max and Piers, did an amazing job uh, for both jobs. Managed to put out the fire without spreading uh, to a commercial, or, you know, a row of commercial shops. And uh, and then we had a fire house fire in the early evening, uh, and they managed to uh, you know protect the exposures, which is a granny flat out the back, and yep. um, the fire was impinging on the house next door, and the guys got uh, you know I got the, I got the hose onto the lawn, and the guys hooked up onto the the you know the horizontal standpipe, and they got a line of thirty eight uh, straight down the side passage to. To knock okay, down the so fire. Is a line of thirty-eight. Is that line of thirty-eight is a thirty-eight mil hose. Yeah, it's hose. Okay. Yeah, thirty-eight mil hose. So, yeah. yeah, they did a really good job. Um, you know, that's hence why we spoke about pets in fires in a couple of weeks. Uh, there was reports that were, there were people reported. Then there was reports that there was a cat and a dog reported. Um, but from much of our knowledge, that we did hear that the dog was found down the street uh, just as we were packing up. So we did have grave concerns for the cat and dog. But uh, in the Rescue Squad video that I speak about, I talk about how pets are quite smart. They find themselves in nice hiding spots, safe and well, away from the flames and smoke, and or they get themselves out of the premises. So by going... Schools that... um, That's one thing that you always say in schools that, um, you know, pets are smart. Yeah, they are. And, you know, they sense danger. And if they have a doggy door or a cat door or if, you know, they sometimes they follow the owner out of the front door. But if you go back in looking for them, good luck because they'll be in hiding spots that you never knew that they could hide. Um, You know, i.e., you know, it could be a big lounge chair. They could be in under the lounge chair, um, you know, in all all sorts of crazy places. So you're never going to find them, especially in those conditions when, you know, the smoke is so toxic and it's so hot and you can't see anything and you've got no protective clothing on. So, you know, once you're out of the home, stay out. And if you do have pets uh, that are stuck in there, uh, especially caged animals like, um, you know, snakes, birds, ferrets, all those sorts of things that are, are stuck in one place, guinea pigs, we go in there. We, our, our primary role is to protect life and life being people and animals. Then we the property and then the environment. So those three things that we always make sure that we do as firefighters, but uh, you're number one. And then when you tell us as we pull up that there's pets or birds or something inside, we'll go in there and we will we'll retrieve those animals for you. So uh, we'll do it safely and quickly and efficiently. And um, yeah, so just, just be careful. Um, Amazing. But the guys did a really good job and I'm very proud of uh, their efforts. So yeah, hats off to them. Amazing, amazing, Maxi. Excellent work. And, Excellent. and a couple of days on the beach too. I've been lifeguarding heaps. So last week I said that I haven't been working on the boats, doing the rescue stuff as much because there's been lots and lots of lifeguard work. So it's been great to be down in the blue, um, you know, every few days. I'm, after this podcast, I'm down at Bronte today, which is great. So 
you know, considering over COVID, I, I wasn't working down there as much. I'm I'm making up for it now. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So um, excellent, excellent. And um, anyway, what what else might have happened? I've got some bad news, Lee. Oh, oh I'm sitting down, Lexi. Well, you know, it's always the scooter that breaks down. Oh, not the scooter. You haven't been out. It's not the scooter. It's not the scooter this week. It's the the other. Oh, not the the big beast. The Jeep. Oh. Not sure of the So the other day uh, I was driving along nice and smoothly and then uh, a bit of a skid happened in the car. The ABS kicked in. Oh. I was like, that's a bit weird. You know, tires are pumped up, you know, the brakes still work, a bit of acceleration. There's no engine light. So I managed to get myself to Bankstown Fire Station. Yeah. Um, Everything was well. The boys having a laugh when I got there saying that, uh, you know, we could do an insurance job on it or something just because, you know, it doesn't sound too too good. Um, And then, you know, I kind of forgot about it. We had that real busy shift with a few fires and stuff like that. And the next morning I was dreading the drive home because I thought, you know, it's not going to get home. Yeah. But – you know, much to muchness, uh, I got home with no interruptions at all. So I was like, okay, well, maybe the car isn't, maybe the car isn't broken. Maybe it's just a random, maybe a bit of, bit so of mud or something so got you stuck. Put your head in the sand and thought it'll be right now. It's it'll be okay. right now. Anyway, yeah. so a couple of days later, um, I didn't drive. I used my scooter to go to and from the beach. And then the other day, I got a, a recall at Eastwood Fire Station. So yeah. I drove halfway along just before I got to Eastwood Fire Station. It kicked in again. I went, oh. That's weird. Oh. Must be must be a morning thing, you know, on the way to a fire station. So <laughs> kind of went to work and forgot about it again. I'll bring up the mechanic to, to book in to get my car sorted the next day. Anyway, driving home, it was fine. Anyone that knows Sydney well, Eastwood to probably Anzac Bridge is about 20 minutes. You go straight down Victoria Road. One of the busiest roads in Sydney, Victoria Road. Yeah. Get Turn left onto towards the Anzac Bridge. Yeah. I'm in the furthest right lane, so the fast lane, Perfect. right? Nice, nice. I'm liking it. A little bit of an incline of uh, the hill into the, to go onto the bridge. Ooh. It kicked in, and it was the worst worst out of the last three or four times it happened. So it literally went into limp mode. So the car was rolling, but cars were doing about 80 past me in the le- other left lanes, and I was in the furthest right lane. So... Um, you know, you people were beeping, people give me the finger, oh. people were doing all sorts of things. And the funny thing is, right, I'm like, oh no, this is the busy, one of the busiest bridges in, in Sydney, Sydney, if not Australia, yeah. for, 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 tra- for traffic. Yeah. yeah. And I'm in the right lane, I'm in this Jeep, and I'm yeah. in my firefighter uniform, and it'll be so embarrassing to, yeah. to have to get out and start pushing the thing. So, I managed, I don't know how, but I managed to kind of get to from the right lane over to the left lane to the well, shoulder. Well, your life gone, Maxie. Of course you managed to get And I, I got there and I turned the car off, turned it back on, and then it reset the system. Yeah. So I managed to drive and get home, which is I just wanted to get home. Got home yeah. and then took it down to the mechanic and all it was was a faulty ABS sensor uh, on my oh. back right wheel. So the car's fine, everything's good. It was oh. just the ABS was kicking in and it was telling the car that um, – the wheels were locked up, so it was unfortunate, oh, but ended up being ended up being okay. Yeah, that was lucky. Well, I, I've I've been pretty good this week. Um, missed my swim because I had like a you know bit of stuff going on and taking my dad around a bit. But I've got a bit of a situation with my dishwasher, my new dishwasher. What happened? 
well, it's now going to be four weeks late. It's not going to arrive before my kitchen's installed. That's not ideal. That's not ideal. Got to fit the fancy doors on the front of it. So, yeah. um, so I'll be giving Stephen a bit of a call this morning. Oh, um, we'll get on top of that. Talk about it. So that's the only unfortunate thing that I can think about because it's just you know been a bit, bit crazy. But nothing, you know, um, nothing like that, Maxie. Getting yeah. stuck on the bridge. But, anyway, um, it's all good. So we got a joke this week. Oh, got a joke. Got a joke. Got, who's going to go first? You can go first, Lee. All right, I've got a joke for you. You'll like this one, Maxie. I think so. Um, yeah. So Maxie, I've got a new book. This book I'm reading. It's all about anti gravity. Anti gravity. Yeah, God, it's just impossible to put down. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Science, you'd like that. I yeah, you'd like that. Well, mine's mine's kind of got a bit of science, uh, oh, okay. science on, to it man. as well. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh before you start. Come on, serious what? face. Come on. What's the most terrifying word in nuclear physics? Oh, I don't know, Maxie. What is the most terrifying word in nuclear physics? Oops. Oops. Get it? Because if you press the button or if something happens, there's... Oh, you go. <laughs> okay, I got What's it. What's the most terrifying it. word in nuclear physics? Okay, oops. Oops. You hit the button. Got it, got it. Sorry, I'm a bit slow. It's slow. That's all right. <laughs> That's good, Maxie, yeah. actually. <laughs> Sorry. Got it now. Delayed response. Right. Yeah. That was very good, Maxie. Oops. I meant that now. I, yeah. thought, I was looking too deep. I yeah. was looking for the... <laughs> no, it's oops. That's, that's a good one. I think it's a good one. Oops. It was great. It was great. Yeah. So, All right. Um, uh, moving right okay. along. Tip of the week. Moving right along. What have we got here? Tip of the week. Uh, tip of the week this week is defibrillator. So uh, when we're cleaning out one of the towers down the beach, um, there was an old defib there uh, that was that was uh, in one of the cupboards. So I pulled it out and went over it to you know what what's in the bag, how to use a defib, what are some of the components that should come with a defib, like i.e. razor, gloves, mask, towel, um, you know, a spare nine volt battery how to place the pads on a person's chest. So it's a really good little video um, for people that don't know what defibs are or yep. kind of a bit scared of them. Um, I really try and explain how to use them and, and what they what they do. So hope you all enjoy this week's video. Amazing. And we found a few defibs, haven't we? It's great when people point out and see them when they're out and about in shopping centres and stuff. And, um, and yeah, we even went to a – we had a ribbon opening of a new defibrillator when we were in Ireland, didn't we? Yeah, so, uh, we did. So, so hopefully yeah. – yeah, everyone will like that one. It's good. Make sure you watch it. You'll learn some things about it. Brilliant. And um, moving right along as well, I was just going through some songs for this week in the playlist, and I realised there's not much Beatles in the in the old uh, Maxi's Rescue Squad Spotify playlist. So this week's song is Hey Jude. By the Beatles. It come on the radio the other day and I, you know, yeah, really builds you up. I think yeah, it comes home it very strong, the song. So, yeah. Hey Jude is on there. Brilliant. Good song. You can never have too many Beatles, I reckon. No, you can't. Best. You can't. Amazing. So, uh, what have we got here, Lee? We've got our Fast so Five. Five, yeah. 
Quick five. So, um, you know, we do this podcast and we show up every week and we don't know who listens and who doesn't listen. And sometimes we, you know, that, that for you and I, you know, yes, it's nice if there's lots of people listen, but as long as a few people listen and take something from it, you and I are both equally happy with that. So we had this, as I said earlier, Tiff, this is for you. So um, Tiff said she has found our podcast really helpful. Love listening to them. She, um, you know, really gets some of the messages and the things that we talk about. And um, one of the things that she's taken up is journaling. Mm-hmm. And so what I thought would be really nice. So this is for Tiff, five benefits of journaling. And my husband is a, he's a, he journals every day. It's his, the, he gets up, he sets his intentions and he journals. So I'm nowhere near as good as that. I'm more of a scrappy list and a kind of note and I'm a visual pin things around and stuff. Mm-hmm. But here's some of the benefits of journals and the different types of journals you can have. It's not like there's one rule. So um, obviously, if you're going to journal, you're going to improve your writing and your communication skills because you're just like practicing it. You're doing it more more frequently. So really can help improve your writing. Mm-hmm. But the other things from it is that it's known that it can reduce stress and anxiety. And it gets sometimes if you've got, you know, negative thoughts, just like running a loop on your head. If you if you can make it, put it onto paper, it's like you can dealt with it. You've got it off mm. your mind. You've got it onto paper. It's gone. It's like out of out of the way. So I think you you wouldn't necessarily first thing think about it being stress release, but it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, can strengthen your memory, so it's really good for memory as well because it can. Um, like help you remember things. So just the fact that you've got it out of your brain and written it helps you remember things. Um, increases your self-confidence because you can look back at what you've written and think, oh, you know, that, that was a good day or, oh, that was really, that was really good. So, well, how far you've come along in your journey as well. Exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, if you've written goals down and you've achieved some of them, helps your confidence you think yeah I've done that um and also like this is what I um kind of like visual things for um inspiration finding inspiration um and you can just like you know when we brainstorm different ideas it's like there's no bad idea when you're brainstorming you just write it down and it might be the craziest idea but it might lead you to the right idea Mm -hmm. so just like different things of by keeping a journal um and you know people keep different types of journals so you can have might be a food journal you might be on a particular like you do challenges or you may be trying to you know lose weight or or build muscle or something like that so there's food journals there's fitness journals there's gratitude journals there's dream journals um and lots of different things like a sketch journal um, and like even like your daily event journal. So, um, you know, all these different kind of things um, are benefits of journaling. So if you Google journaling, you will find a million things that are people way more knowledgeable and um, more expert, got more expertise than you and I. Um, but yeah, good, good hobby, good thing to do. Tiff has started it. And all I say, Tiff, stick at it. 
Um, we believe in you. You had a really, really busy time. Um, and keep us um, keep us posted on how you're going. So yeah. um, set no, thanks, a Tiff. small goal and keep going with it. And thank you for listening because yeah. we don't care if no one else listens. The fact that we've made a difference to you is why we do it. Yeah, no, it's good. Game, Thanks, Andy. Tiff. Yeah, I want to get into journaling, but I just can't have the patience. I can't sit still, unfortunately. I know, I know. It's in there with it's journaling is up there with meditation for me. Um, all my life, try it, try it. I just like struggle, but mm. um, that's. But you know what, Maxie? In a way, I think you know we we touched on it a bit last week. You and I are both swimmers, and mm. I think. I probably wouldn't be able to sit still and meditate, but a bit of that rhythmic and da 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 letting your yeah. mind go, that's my swim time. So it's whatever works for you. 100%. And, uh, yeah, I think um, the fact that, you know, when you say there's only a couple, of, there's a fair few I know that are out there listening and I know that um, they look forward to, you know, they might not listen every week, but, you know, they kind of wheeze yeah, in no, and wheeze no, out. And, what, and I think it's... it's mean, ex- what I was meaning is it's more like that as long as the message means something, it's not like, you know... Yeah. We, yeah, we know there's millions, man. Yeah, millions, way thousands. Just my dad and your mum, like that. That was like yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, no, it's like, it's good fun. Like as long as I was meaning, as long as the message means something to one person, that's mm. that yeah. Cool. Excellent. So have you got a, right. got a rule, Maxie? What is yep. Rule for the rule book this week is as simple as two words, just try. And, you know, just by just trying um, gives you an opportunity to, you know, just try things because <laughs> just try. You never know. You might like <laughs> just it. Try. Just try. There's, I'm just trying to like, uh, you know, add more onto that. But it's very <laughs> self-explanatory, but just try. Um, well, doesn't I matter. It's just trying journaling. Just trying. You know, I when you watch the push-up video, when you watch a push-up video in a couple of weeks, just try and do two, three, five, 20, 50. I'm going to try two on my toes. Yes, do it. I, I promise you, anyone that tries toes. and sticks with it, you will notice results straight away. Over time, you will, if you just start off with doing five, and then next day or a couple of days later, you do six, and then get up to 10, and then all of a sudden, you'll be doing 20 on the fly. Exactly, and then next thing, I, you know, be like, I would just be like you, Maxie. Yeah, you, you will. You will be. <laughs> no, but, no, um, yeah, exactly. It's just start it's, and build it up. It is, it is. So again, episode fifty-seven. We do have a couple of special guests over the next couple of weeks. We're just trying to work out around timings and bits and pieces. Um, yeah. So. Uh, we definitely have two people lined up that we're going to be hearing from over the next couple of weeks. But in the meantime, you're stuck with me and Lee this yeah. week. Sorry. Uh, but, yeah, but I hope you all enjoy. <laughs> Look after yourselves. Take it easy. And just remember, keep trying. Absolutely. Have a good week, everyone. Have a good week, Get everyone. yourself off down the beach, Maxie. Will do. Okay, bye. See you later. Bye.